Check one, two, one, two. Can you guys hear me this episode? This is Emily Hirschman. This is the Are Those My Jeans podcast. I'm joined here by my two sisters. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Ali Hirschman. Hi, I'm Jamie Hirschman. Yeah. And, and we gonna... have an apology to make. <laughs> yeah, we have, we're sorry about last episode. Yeah, we are. That I'm not. So... I stand by all my comments. <laughs> Yeah, we just well, wish all of our comments were. I'm just kidding. At the same time as other yeah, people's we, comments, but. Oh my gosh, I already started the podcast talking over you, Emily. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's going to be a learning curve. It'll be great. You're right. At least I'm being self aware enough to realize that. But that is why we're sorry. We were talking over one another constantly. It was hard to follow and listen to. And on top of it, Emily and I were sharing a mic and I was holding it and she was just far away and I wasn't <laughs> passing it over at all. So yeah, a if you listen hear, back, so. it sounds like I'm hiding in the corner and Allie had me in timeout the whole time. So it's fine, but it's good. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> all right. Well, how are you guys doing? Pretty good. There's good. this weird beeping noise in my apartment and I can't figure out where it's coming from and it's driving me insane. I think it's this. Is it not Unplug a fire it. alarm? I don't think I have a fire alarm. Yes, everyone okay. has fire alarms. I'm Take that sure. up with my landlord. <laughs> All <laughs> right. How how is everybody's weekends and weeks so far? What's today? Tuesday. Yeah, mm-hmm. been fine. I'm exhausted, honestly. <laughs> I thought it was a fun weekend. I had I stayed. Are we? We had friends over at the pool, the three of us, on Saturday, and I started like hanging out with people at 12 o'clock in the afternoon and did not stop until 1 45 at night I was fucking exhausted but you it was stayed so, up so fun till 1 45 at night I didn't leave the bar until 1 45 oh that was wow. that was Friday no that was Saturday wasn't it no it was Saturday oh yes oh my god I forgot you went out yeah oh that was gosh. hard that was hard to do but I'm happy yeah. I did it it was fun yeah that's good. good Turns time. out that wasn't the noise. <laughs> I forgot about it. Okay. Well, I had another great weekend with you guys. We had a lot of fun, a lot of sun, a lot of dogs swimming in pools and rosé. Oh my gosh. No. It was fun. I didn't go out this weekend at night. Like I just hung out by the pool, but Michael and I were in bed every night by like 10 p.m. the latest. I wish wow. that was my weekend, but and it was kind of nice. That's no good. regrets. All right. Yeah. Well, um, good little catch up. I want to kind of dive into some of our news stories. Do you guys have your own news stories? We're gonna do oh three my God. news stories. Yes. Yeah. Just write so notes on mine because it was that. Oh my God. Confusing. I wonder. I know. If I have, have the same one. Wow. You guys I have notes that. as well. Allie, I can guarantee you we do not have the same story. Well, Jay, what do you have? I'm so curious. Let me dive in here. Um, I don't know if anyone's heard of the James Webb Space Telescope. Oh, yes. I've seen this all over TikTok. People are losing their shit. I, I I need info. It's... Basically, this project, I'm and I could be so wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's been in the works for over 20 years and 10 billion something dollars went into it. And we were able to capture um, for the first time, basically, 
this now this is where it gets really confusing. Okay, so it sees 13 billion light years into the past. Ah! So we're right. from present are able to look at the past from 13 billion years ago, which is so crazy. But what's confusing people is that's not the present state of those galaxies because we could mm. literally look at the Big Bang, like literally what occurred shortly after the Big Bang, which is beyond amazing. Um, and then it, we could see what it looked like 4.6 billion years ago. And like, think about billion years. Like, that's just also that's something so to crazy. Really wrap your head around. So we're looking at a photo. Um, it's called the galactic cluster and what it looked like 4.6 billion years ago. It definitely looks different in present, but we can't capture that because it takes 4.6 billion light years, 4.6 billion years for that to come to us. So we yeah, 4.6 billion years ago of what that looks like. I learned um, about this in college. It's because light can only travel so fast. It doesn't right. like instantaneously reach our eyeball or a camera lens. So we can't, we can't ever capture what it looks like presently. We'll only be able to see what it looks like billions of years ago, which is exactly. And um, what's really interesting is there's thousands of galaxies and galaxies are like us, like Earth, with like Mars, Jupiter, Neptune. Is a galaxy Mars, a Milky Way? Or no, is the Milky Way made of galaxies? The mil- uh, I think the Milky Way is made of galaxies. And like, okay. that's ours. And now we're seeing, I'm not, I don't think it's maybe not for the first time. I'm not an astrologer. I'm not like, I don't know. I'm not into astrology. You're not, you're not an astrologer. <laughs> I know. I kind of want to be now, but um, you're seeing our Milky Way, like duplicated, like thousands, not exactly, but duplicated like thousand times over. So when we started as one point in the universe, we just kept expanding and multiplying. So the idea that there's like another earth out there, like just like ours is high, but we'll never be able to get to it because it's so far away. Do you um, think they're trying to get to us? Probably. I mean, I, who knows? I think that, I mean, now the CIA did come out with documents a few years ago confirming that aliens are real, that they've had mm-hmm. um, like... I don't know, I guess, interactions with other life sources. And it was a huge part of the war and like Russia and America and the war. I forget what exactly it's called, but, you know, going to space the moon first or whatever. That all that tech. Yeah, the space race. So all that technology out of nowhere, like we went from, you know, learning fucking how to use electricity and applying it to things to the iPhone in a really short amount of time. If you honestly look at the timeline and that's because of the CIA said it's because of like technologies we traded with like Wait, aliens. I heard a crazy conspiracy theory and, or and two. the only country that did it too is Russia is what I was. Been I heard that whatever countries did these trades with extraterrestrial or, you know, alien beings is they're like, Hey, you can abduct a certain amount of people like every year Mm -hmm. from our country. If you give us this technology and there was like a huge spike in abduction uh, claims or whatever, like in the fifties or sixties, like when this trade, or that might not be the time period, but when this trade was made and the technology boom happened, it also like uh, claims of abduction yeah. also went up and then everyone's so- like oh you're crazy this that and 
But now the CIA was like, no, this is all real. Like, this actually is real. We did do mm-hmm. this. So, like, conspiracy theory. Well, do you want to no hear more. something really interesting? Because <laughs> I, unfortunately, I can't add too much to this conversation. Um, I struggle enough with the states in our current country to even think about <laughs> a galaxy out there. <laughs> but dad, yeah. But dad was actually telling me about someone he knew who was abducted by aliens and basically um they read this book about someone else that was abducted by aliens and they wrote into the author saying hey i experienced all of these things in your book but i also experienced some of these other things and the author said they purposely left out some very very like small but significant details like for example if you get abducted a lot of times when they put you back in your bed your pajamas are inside out and you didn't do that. Right. So mm. they, they left out these very specific details because they didn't want people, all these people just claiming they've been abduct, uh, abducted. So when this person wrote in, they actually responded right back, like, oh my gosh. And they ended up like sharing stories and whatnot. But yeah, dad told me about this when I was working, we were just like out to lunch one day when I was like 13 or 14 years old, when I was working at his office one summer in between like school. And he told me all about this and I'll like never forget that. And if you think that was like 15 years ago, so I could Mm. only imagine like in the fifties and sixties, when this was happening, that's probably what he was referring to back then. And what's interesting is the CIA finally came out and said it was all true, showing all the documents, everything. I want to say right around when the pandemic started. So I was like, maybe Mm -hmm. this is like a distraction from something else. I don't really know. It's yeah. kind of they weird. also released stuff back in 2015, like before the 2016 election, which I thought was interesting where they're like, yeah, this UFO is like, and is a UFO. Like that's yeah. for real. So also about like uh, time travel and shit or not time travel, but like quantum jumping. They released like, it's called oh, the yeah. gateway. I think oh it's God, like I the name of the, that. yeah, you told me about it. I yeah. I studied that during out. the pandemic because it was so important. But that's really interesting (laughs) and it's real and it's crazy. But also I think what's kind of cool, I think like everyone's like, oh, time's not linear. And it's so hard to wrap your head around that because you've just been, you know, conditioned to think it is. But this like proves that it isn't because in any direction, if I start traveling towards 13 billion years ago, I go to the beginning of time from any point. That's crazy. Yeah, it hurts my brain a bit. It, it makes me feel like I feel like my brain, like there's this weird like wall, like it's like, no, I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like your ego is like too far, too far for me. It's crazy, but it's really anyways, that was I thought was really interesting. And not only that, but if you look up the images, they're stunning and have inspired me. I think I want to start painting. <gasps> That'd be so sick. Ooh, I love that. I take one. I'll buy one. That'd be great. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, I could cool. switch the gears up a little bit. Thanks for sharing, Jay. I think that's really yeah. cool. Oh, what do you got? Um, well, back to reality. Literally, page six reports following her luck trip to Hawaii, Erica Jane was served with papers for a 50 million racketeering lawsuit when she arrived back in Los Angeles Friday night. An exclusive pics obtained by page six. I don't know if anybody saw these, but they're Jay. I'm sure you did on Instagram. No, this is the first I'm hearing about. Oh. Okay. Uh, the Real Houses of Beverly Hills star 51 was seen leaving Los Angeles International Airport, also known as LAX, when a woman approached her and handed her two thick stacks of documents. A rep for James did not immediately respond to page six's request for comment. 
Jane, who was approached in the baggage claim area, was dressed casually for her return flights from L or flight to LA. The pretty mess singer rocked a fresh face with her hairstyle and a top knot, yada, 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 whatever, whatever. Uh, the woman said, I just want to give you these documents. This is a summons and complaint to serve you. The woman said in a video footage obtained by page six. So she literally got handed a lawsuit for $50 million. And I feel like, and we're going to actually recap Real Housewives of Beverly Hills at the end, but like she just keeps getting hit with thing after thing after thing. And I feel like in this most recent season, she kind of felt like, you know, whatever, but it's like, girl, you still like live in a very expensive home in Beverly Hills. You still have a glam team. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? uh, She did for what she went from to what she's living in now. She definitely you know, downsize. Of course. I mean, she went from living in a 20, uh, 20,000 square foot home to like five or 6,000 square feet, let's say. And like her home was probably, I'm just guessing, I I think think it was like 25 million. Okay. But it's still even for, okay. Yeah. It might be smaller. Let's say it's 3000 square feet. It's still like $2.6 million. I think. Oh yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like I just, it's, Wait, it's really this interesting. Is, this is awful that this is the first thing I wanted to ask. Um, are they shooting right now? <laughs> you know what? I, 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 they might be because it was her, um, Rena and, um, oh my gosh, the new woman. Oh. Who's the new woman? Diana. Diana in Hawaii. So I, I don't know. Wait, what was exactly was the crime again? Well, basically her husband was this big, um, he did a lot of, so he was a lawyer and he did a lot of, um, uh, like accidents. Like if you were in like wrong, like accidents, things like that. So he mm-hmm. worked with particularly like certain, um, big things that happened. Like there was a plane crash. So all like the orphans and the widows and things from this plane crash sued the company. He represented a lot of them. He got a lot of the money. He kept the money though. He would tell people, Oh, I'm an, I'm investing it for you. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing Mm, that. And he wouldn't actually give people the money. So they ended up stealing. Cause when you, when you have a lawsuit, all that money like goes Mm. right to your lawyer and then they have to give it to you. So it's like, he was just keeping it for himself. And Mm. basically it was just so many like sketchy, sketchy, sketchy things. And the worst, it's not the worst part because it's horrible if this happens to anybody, but the icing on the cake was like that he was representing orphans and widows of these people that obviously like they're already in such emotional distress from losing someone to a very vulnerable people. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. $50 million lawsuit slapped right on her and she's already overcome some other lawsuits. So I can only imagine she's probably like, oh, the hits keep coming. And honestly, I don't know if it's all her husband's fault. I think Erica, she can't claim she's not this smart cookie because she is, she's very, very smart, whether it's book smart, street smart, whatever it is, she's smart. I think she knew what was going on, but also I do think people do turn a blind eye to some things too, you know, or they try to ask, they don't get answers. All right. I'm not going to worry about it anymore. Then, you know, I, I tried my best. I did my due, due diligence in that way. So oh, interesting. Mm. anyways, I'm um, over to you. Weird. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of someone else, shout out, to Emily, for, shout out to Emily for not knowing anything about real housewives, but always acting engaged. That's oh, so you know, I'm here, I'm here for it. Here. I did Love watch it. like um Dubai. 
Maybe, yeah, I was going to say an episode and a half. It might have only been half an episode, but okay. of uh, Real House of Dubai, it was like some 16-year-old's birthday dinner, and it was just okay. all these adults, and I was like, this poor fucking kid is like, just yeah, used for this TV show, but it was fabulous. I love the drama already. It is fab. It is fab. Um, okay, so of course, my news story came from TikTok, per usual. I don't know if you guys have heard about the pink sauce. I have not. And when you said this in the group text today, I'm like, I don't even, I'm not going to look it up. I don't want to know what it is. I just want to have a genuine reaction on the podcast. So I'm ready for it. Okay. So there's this TikTok creator, Chef, I think you say Chef Pie, P-I-I. Um, and she's been making this pink sauce, which looks like a bottle of Pepnobismol. Like that's how pink it is, but it's in this like, you know, condiment thing. It's very like aesthetically pleasing. I could see it being like a big Instagram thing. And traditionally, or like normally, it's this like Pepnobismol color, but then people are buying it, give you, it's $20 for like a regular Heinz ketchup size of condiment, which is extremely okay. overpriced in my opinion. And her, like her advertisement for it is like, she's like, I can't describe the taste. You just have to buy it to try it. Like, all right, <laughs> I get it. Good marketing. So she was making it and now bottling it and selling it. And yes. And it's, I wrote down the ingredients. It's dragon fruit, sunflower seed oil. This is what she puts in her advertisement. Honey, chili, and garlic. And then there's like less than 2% of like these other things. And one of the ingredients is milk. But they're on the label. Doesn't say keep refrigerated after opening. People are getting these bottles. They're unsealed. They've like, you know, when you leave something that would go bad in the heat out and it like blows up. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So people are getting these packages. They're not sealed. They're blowed up. They're leaking. Some of them are really liquidy. Some of them are super chunky. The colors <gasps> like go from Pepnobismol to like this, like a light baby pink to like a peach color, like super inconsistent. And there was this guy that like posted a TikTok. It was like, all right, I'm going to try this sauce. And he's like, I'm not feeling so good. And then like dropped off the face of the internet and people thought he actually died from this, this like fucking sauce. <laughs> Um, and like the, anyways, there's just so many bad things and people are like, what the fuck? But they were buying it because it was like really pretty. It, it's going viral on TikTok. So people are like, I'll buy it, make a TikTok about it. You know who Get would views. buy it? You know who would buy it? The sauce boss. Andy. Oh, Brian. <laughs> the Brian? boss. Oh, Brian? he's the self-proclaimed sauce boss. I've never heard you call him that. I've never heard No, that. no, I don't. I don't call him that. He calls himself that. Let's get it really okay. straight. He calls right, himself that. that. I'll call him the sauce boss next time I see him. No, no, please don't, please don't, please don't, please don't. No. Okay. Don't encourage it. (laughs) Don't encourage it. Please don't encourage it. Um, But yeah, no. So the last thing I thought that was just like fucking insane was the bottle said 444 servings per bottle. This is a nutrition label. And then it says one serving size is one tablespoon with 90 calories, which means this bottle of sauce would have been close to 40,000 calories for the entire thing. And the, but like, there it's just there isn't 44 grams she meant to say there's or there, she meant to say there's 444 grams in the entire container but she said that's how many servings there were but so she is. totally so basically just fucked this up yeah, and then she's like my team and then she posts an ins- a tiktok and she's like my team like we have quality control that like they're fixing it now you know human error and it's like how do you fuck up on your nutrition label but this reminded me of the thing. I, I don't think I ended up talking about it, but the daily harvest recall that happened with like their lentil 
bites or whatever, like a ton of people are getting really sick on it. And it's because like, if you're not a grocery store and you're not, um, what's the other type? like a, a, like a, like a national food distributor. Like if you're not, you're not regulated by the state and you're not regulated by federal law. So like things, so like daily harvest, I think hello fresh, like things like that might fall into the same category Mm. and stuff like this. Someone who's just like advertising on TikTok and then selling on their own private website, like just not being regulated. So anyway, she keeps posting and promoting it. And like, people just keep ripping her to fucking shreds because of it. But I'm curious to see if this leads to like a big lawsuit or wow. Interesting. So what? people are but getting yeah. sick. Yeah. People are like getting ill. One girl posted, she's like, don't eat the pink sauce. It's um, and she's like in a hospital bed and stuff. And then other people just say it doesn't taste like anything. Like it just tastes like watered down semi ranch dressing. Ew. Like, yeah, no, just like really, ew, ew, ew. really nasty. But honestly, TikTok pink sauce, pink sauce just sounds gross to me it sounds like what hot like if you're to liquefy a hot dog that's what ew ew yeah exactly and we never know what's really in a hot dog so no well actually you could like google that it's disgusting oh no i did and i didn't eat for like a year it's and i just had one i don't even think about it all right so we're gonna get into (laughs) a little bit of like an advice segment we're gonna do like two or three and then we're gonna end this with like a recap of real housewives of friendly health um so let's see I did put up a question box and we got some coming in um what do you recommend for getting back with an ex after betrayal did you betray them or did they betray you (laughs) I'm gonna assume they were betrayed okay so you were done wrong so you were cheated on. Um, let's just because they didn't. Really Does anybody have Al? Do you have any, any initial thoughts? I need to well, think about this for a second. I mean, I feel like I could. I mean, I could kick it off unless you guys want to start with some thoughts and opinions. I don't want to sway the crowd. Jay, what do you think? I mean, don't do it. <laughs> That's if it. they That's can betray you once, I'm promise one they'll betray you. They might betray you again. And two you'll probably live with resent whether you think so or not. It's really hard to like, just gain back honest trust with someone after they betray you. And you really, Mm. you deserve better than anyone who would ever do that to you in the first place. And I can promise there are people out there that won't do that to you and that you'll Mm. love way harder and you'll just feel better about yourself around them. Honestly. Okay. All right. I just, okay. I got my opinion now. So I'm, okay. well, I'm just thinking of cheating right now. So, so I, know, I know there's more forms of betrayal than just cheating, like financial betrayal or things like that. But if I was just to think, focus on cheating, I would say if it's emotional cheating, no, I don't think there's much to come back from that physical cheating one-off time situation. I think that's more negotiable negotiable but mm-hmm. um i it one it more would forgivable like, for exactly like it would be like was it someone extremely random in a club or was it like your coworker that you spend all the time like all yeah, the time like, together if, and then you had a happy hour you hook up and you're like okay it was only one time but i'm like i don't know there's like this like an emotional layer there if it's like a known yeah. frequent friend or whatever but um 
I would say in either situation, follow your gut because I agree with Jamie. If you go against your gut and you're like, I should just get back to them. I should give them another chance, but you don't actually feel like you should. You're going to resent and you're going to think about it and it's just going to build. I'm a big person. I'm a big believer in like following your intuition in that situation. Okay. For sure. I like that. And I, I totally agree with like the different like layers and level. Like if this like is an, it's like, okay, an emotional affair can happen. Um, to me, I think that could be more intense than just going out, getting wasted, cheating, all of those things. Right. Um, but with all that being said, I do think that people have recovered from infidelity. I don't think I would be in the profession that I'm in if I didn't believe that people could genuinely change. Um, but with that being said, it really takes effort and conscious effort and work. You know, it's not, it's not enough to just say, um, okay, Hey, I'm, I'm going to do better next time. It's like, okay, but how, and it's not just the person who cheated them proving themselves or them doing the work. It actually takes the person that was betrayed to also do their own work in order to get to a place where, like Jamie said, they're not resentful anymore and they're not in pain and they're not hurt. Um, so do I think you could recover from it? Absolutely. I do. Um, I also think that some people are just serial cheaters, you know, and they can't really be faithful and they don't want to be faithful, but some want all of the perks of what it would be like if you were faithful. So mm -hmm. I think that this could go many different ways. And it's honestly so situational. What works for one person doesn't work for the next. Um, and that's just kind of the way that is. Yeah. I mean, I just also like, just don't force yourself to try and work through it. If like, you just don't have to, because I, if you're doing it for them, don't do it. If you're doing it for yourself, cause like you love them and you really do like see that they're trying or whatever it is, then go ahead. But from just, I mean, I don't know. I personally like you fool me once shame on me. I'm not hanging out with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> fool or, me once, okay. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like okay. I'll, I used to give chance after chance to people. And I was like, this is just not worth it. Like I get hurt and I get burned every time and mm -hmm. I'm too much of a pushover. And so I stopped now I'm the opposite, but Hey, you get what you got. There you go. <laughs> as, as Jamie said, used to say, you get what you get and you don't get upset. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> or mom or mom used to say that to you. Yeah. I was okay. like, what? I like, I like all different, the all different opinions here. Um, Jamie, at five years old saying that I can't. Yeah. Imagine. I'm like, you guys, you know what? You get what you get and you don't get upset. Okay. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll never get mom's like, Jay, you're getting squat. And you're like, I want squat. I want squat. Yeah. Remember? You know, oh my gosh. I forgot oh that. my God. All right. Um, last question here, because we can get into the recap. What is your viewpoint and take on love languages? Are they real? Yes, they're Ooh. so real. I was so real. So let's let's state the love languages, right? It's physical touch, words of affirmation, gift giving. Um, acts of service and oh my God. Oh, words of affirmation. Did I say that? Yeah. Um, I think it's like help around the, like help with stuff. Acts of service. That's acts of oh, service. Oh shit. Wait, I don't know. What is it? Wait, oh, no, I just said it. I just said it. Physical touch. Yeah, that's fine. Phys physical touch, words of affirmation, gift giving, acts of service, 
And oh my God, I just said it. No, you didn't. I Wait. didn't. Oh my um, God. Such words of affirmation. Oh, quality time. Quality time. Quality time. It's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, we did lose Emily. Oh, she's back. Hey. Hi. Oh, um, yeah. So <laughs> this, for the third time, physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, gift giving, acts of service. Yes. Words of affirmation. <laughs> Who would say? Um, mine are like words of affirmation. That's how, that's how I receive love. Yeah. I'm double downing on it, but my partner is quality time, like to a T. So, so can I just say something about, about this? Cause I talk about this a lot in like sessions with people. So the way that we receive love, like I receive love through someone saying to me, like, I love you. I'm proud of you. A nice handwritten card, things like that. Words of affirmation. So the way we receive love is oftentimes the way we show love. So if I'm, if my, if my partner's if, if I'm showing my love, if, if I'm showing my love to my partner by saying to them, I love you. You're amazing. I'm so proud of you. I'm leaving them handwritten notes, but I literally never take time to spend quality time with them. Let's say, and their thing is quality time. They're not going to feel loved by me. You have to show your partner love through their love language. And then you want them to show you love through your love language. So we're very conditioned in that way to always show love the way that we want to receive it. But in fact, you actually really want to learn your partner's love language. So if you don't know your own love language or don't know your partner's love language, go take the love language quiz online. It's totally free. And it's it actually lists them, I think, like your top one, two, three, four, and five. All right. Well, we're going to end with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recap. I seem to have it's things awesome. have lost, like, Emily, funny. but I really want you're to back again. get into. I know. All right. Hey, you're back. All right. Well, we're going to we're going to wrap up here because I'm actually heading to the Stanford best bartending contest right now, which is really exciting and fun. They do it like right out on the boardwalk. There's like 10 to 12 different restaurants. They all do a cocktail with a food pairing and they compete for the best bartender. In Did Stanford. you have to get so tickets? That's what I'm headed to, which is why we kind of wrap this up a little bit. Oh early, my God, that so, so fun. Yeah. 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 You buy tickets so fun right yeah we're going with we're going with a ton of our friends so i'm excited um a neighborhood na- neighborhood crew going out so um all right real housewives of beverly hills recap we're going to okay. recap basically the last two episodes i'd say um so we're going to kind of start at the outdoor picnic with dorit um like the end to that so it, that's where the ep- that's where the second to last episode started off um and it was just kind of chaos. Like I have no idea why, um, Sutton didn't just put the whole thing inside. Like why make everyone go out in the mud and wear all your shoes? Also like, why not warn and all of those things? Be um, I just have no idea. Hi. Uh, totally. Emily's like waving for help. Um, <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> you're a little fuzzy that's okay um 
So anyways, so. Uh, oh, I didn't realize you were here. That's why she, we muted her. Oh my God, I'm dead. Okay. No, no. That's funny. Yeah, no, it's silly. <laughs> then Lisa Renna coming into the house and asking like Sutton's assistant to like touch her feet. She's like, no, really feel my feet touch them. Like they're freezing or something like that. Then they're FaceTiming Sutton's bumble dates, which just gave me such fucking second okay, cringe. But how I'm just about like, when oh she my goes, God, stop because I really like him. Oh, dates. he heard that. I'm like, dude, I literally feel like this is straight out of middle school. It was so I wanted cringe. no, I literally okay. want to crawl in a hole because I'm so embarrassed. Um and then I also just have to say I fucking hate how Erica speaks to like anyone that's at the party who's like um not the hostess, um like uh the waitress or the server, like you can fill it, you may fill it, like oh my god, you entitled asshole. Like, like, oh my gosh, hey, may you. please have a like, refill of my champagne? Like, you may fill it. Like, no, like, oh my God, who the fuck, who speaks to other human beings like that? I, that is one of my biggest fucking pet peeves in life. And like people who do that, I just look so, I look at you so differently. If you're rude to waiters, waitresses, hostess, servers, say, anyone in the restaurant industry, bar, like I used to be a bartender and people the were other rude as it, fuck, yeah. like rude as fuck. I was like, I am like the lowest, yeah, respect. Oh my scum. God. People treat you like you're like a part of the wallpaper. Yeah, it's but horrible. Like also, and I just think that's why I do everything for me. No, literally. No, 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 no. I was actually the gum on the bottom of the person's shoe that they stepped on on the way into the restaurant where I was bartending. I, that's why I think every person should work in the bartending industry. Guess what? She did. Like you came. She was a cocktail waitress. That's why she. How she met her husband. So like, have some fucking respect. Um, Garcelle and Erica then talking on the couch a little bit, and then we end the episode with Diane, Diana, and Sutton talking, and it is so awkward and. Diana is just like I feel like I don't know there's a whole there's a lot where Diana's coming from because she's like she's standing her ground and she's like I'm not gonna let you like bulldoze because Sutton bulldozes and then she admits later on that she does that to people she just runs over like however they're feeling but like Diana didn't want to come to okay but I um like a resolution and I think it's because she's like I'll it's gonna be really fake of me if I act like I want to be friends with you I don't want to be friends with you and I think because of the franchise and because you're on Real Housewives you kind of just have to make up and she she's realizing like oh like this is the fakest show ever basically So I don't totally disagree with you, but I do think that like Sutton in a way was trying to empathize with Diane, Diana and what she had gone through in terms of the miscarriage and all of those things. And like, I do think there is some Mm -hmm. sort of cultural difference in a way between showing emotions in general or receiving other people's emotions. And I think that that's a big class too. I do think Sutton comes on really strong. I think that Diana comes on really strong too. And I think Diana looked at it as like a competition of who had the more, the more miscarriages or whatnot, which is so not something that anybody should be competing about. If anything, like 
people should be coming together and like supporting each other. And I just think there's a lot of miscommunication. And like I said, you know, every culture is very not, well, some are similar and some are very different, like vastly different in the way that they show emotion, show empathy, relate to other people. You know, if you look at um, Real Housewives of Dubai and you look at um, Caroline um, Stillberry or Stanberry, she's like, we're British, you know, tight, um, upper lip, like we don't, we don't show our emotions. Like we don't wear emotions on our sleeves, like all these things, just as an example. And I just think there's a big clash right there. And I think that there just needs to be a bit more understanding on I both do, sides. And I really I think that they would come though, to some sort of resolution like, about that. I get Diana. So I've, I've been on both sides of this where someone's like telling you something and you, instead of acknowledging their pain first and commenting on that you say oh my gosh I understand because of this and it's not like you mean it like let's change the subject to me you mean it like I'm telling you this because I want you to know I really do understand but you know as you grow and you get older you do realize that like oh that doesn't translate well with anybody let me acknowledge their pain first when it's appropriate I'll talk about mine and I think Sutton yes. was yeah. trying to do that, but it was at an inappropriate time to do it. And Diana, as an adult, you should take a step back and acknowledge that that's yes. probably what she was trying to do. But I think she is so just done and over it that she doesn't really care to. And she's like, screw this. Talks about herself, whatever. It's very obvious. It's unintentional. And I could see both sides of it. I could see where Diana's coming from. I could see where Sutton's coming from. At the end of the day, just grow up. Like just take a step back and look at yourself as at, from a third party yeah. perspective. That's it. But it's hard to when you're in the moment. So. All right. I agree. I agree. It is. Exactly. When, a, when emotions run high, logic kind of goes out the window. So maybe when they watch us back, they'll have a different perspective. Um, all right. The next episode, it. we kind of open up with Jamie Lee Curtis at the charity mm-hmm. luncheon and Jamie, wasn't that so chic? <laughs> that tumbler, so chic. That dog, that dog leash, so chic. Oh my God, I was dying. But it's kind of funny because I'm telling you, these editors are so, they're so great because they were like showing how yeah. excited she was. Like, pinch me, Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, mind you, Dory, although it doesn't sound like it, grew up in Connecticut, just like us. So, you know, it's just, it's always interesting in that way. Um, I, I also have like a hot take. That, and I've loved Kyle yeah. forever. Ooh, can you hear me guys? Can you hear me? Okay. Okay. I've loved Kyle forever, but Kyle's a selfish person and a bad friend, especially to Sutton. Like to not even think of what oh, she just went through I with know. that she, lunch and then and place her directly until everyone to Diana. Came. Maybe like, she just forgot. Are you but really like, like, how do you forget that? She does that, makes a comment about Garcelle's sons, how she's happy that Erica said those things. Like, what? Like, are you about like if any of these things were happening to you? It's always the biggest deal in the Wait, world. Wait, when did she say that? But you have no regard for anybody else. Uh, three episodes ago, she was like, "I'm happy Erica said that about um about Garcelle." Oh, or to yeah, Garcelle's she was seeing it. Son. Like, that she's never she's been open. Loose. All and these Maurice, seasons, was like, yeah, and like had her back. Season, but it's like okay, but she's insulting someone as she's doing it. Yeah. Totally. Yes, and 
we don't have much time, but I do want to bring this up because I think it's an important topic that we do address since it was very present in the episode, which was um, the eating mm-hmm. disorder. Right. Crystal. Okay. Um, oh my gosh. I'm blanking on the person's name though. Crystal. Oh my God. Sorry. I I'm so bad with names. I need to write them so Crystal has been open about her eating disorder and she was very open about it this episode. And I just don't want people that suffer with an eating disorder, body dysmorphia, anything like that to watch the show and think that they're going to be treated in the way that she was by some of the people on this cast, especially Erica per se, like questioning her to death, putting a chicken finger in her mouth and saying, Oh, you can't have this. Like, no, Erica was like grabbing a chicken finger for herself. She's like, Oh, you can't. No, 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 no. Right. Literally right. after you can't have this. She just asked Crystal all these questions and Crystal was being very open and vulnerable and answering them when she absolutely did not have to answer any of them. And like, not, 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 no. no, but like not questions that so were when like, you do this. So when do you do that? And like, how do you do this? It was do more do like, like nosy and like picking. Yeah. And it was, it was just really like, I just hope that people don't watch that and be like, wow, I'm never coming out about my eating disorder or body dysmorphia because I do not want to be treated like that and questioned to death and just taunting her in that way. And it was so disgusting. It, I felt two emotions, my, but my, my blood was boiling. And then I was also actually really upset and really sad. So I just like, I just like, I'm happy that Bravo is showcasing eating disorders, giving us helplines for all those things. But like, I just hope that people aren't going to shy away from actually talking about these things. Cause if you do talk about them, they're really can be so impactful for your own mental health and helping I mean, and other people too, and just getting that off and getting help and getting the support getting you need earlier on. Yes. But I just, that was just a disgusting display of like I mean, absolute one thing I ignorance will say, and just like um, positive spin oh on God, it. Erica it Jane does not look like a good person at all right now. So if you're looking at her saying that it's just an asshole talking like an asshole. I don't, I hope no one, no one takes that to heart because she is yeah. just, I'm really, <sighs> Yeah, I'm I'm really saddened by that. And I I was a big like, wow, I love that she like empowers women and she, you know, she's not afraid of who she is and she's this bad bitch. And you know what? She, she used to be a bad bitch. bitch. And she's, she's fucking clueless now. and she's totally know. out of touch with reality. Oh yeah. She's rude. Yeah. She's rude. And honestly, she's acting like a bitch. She really is. Like she's so ignorant, like, and just I don't know. It really upset me at the end of that episode. So I hope this next episode maybe can turn around a bit. But anyways, I um I really appreciate all of you guys listening and especially to the end. Um Emily J, thank you for joining me as always. I can't believe we're already yeah, almost like six weeks into this. It's pretty cool. crazy and cool and fun and exciting. It's cool. Crazy and cool. Crazy, crazy. All right. Bye. I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon and I will see you next week. Love you. Bye.